2: Ladies, gents, we're back in Sydney. We're here ready to knock out some round 12 content. Almost halfway through the season, getting really exciting here. We're in for the Storm and the Sea Eagles to kick us off. And before we do that, we've got the Warriors looking for a sweep today. Uh, The game will probably be done by the time you see this video. So I'm doing this at close to half time there. Uh, And I'll watch that after these. But Storm v. the Eagles. And we see Nick Meany back in in the one jersey. So obviously good for him. But with Storm not playing in 13, I'd be looking to stay away from picking up any Storm guys this week. Really, the only one that we really need to speak about is Jerome Hughes. And uh, he's obviously missed the last two weeks. And a few people have, have messaged me already asking, you know, do I hold him now? Do we move him on? The big thing with him, obviously, is you're looking to get him back for one week. And then he's going to be out next week. But then you're sweet for the rest of the year. So I think if you've held this long, keep hold of him. Because I think you know, there'll be a few players, including myself, looking to potentially pick him up in 14. So just think of that uh, with, with Jerome. And if you're looking at Josh King you know, as a potential you know, hold or a sell I think that you know either this week or next week if you need to use that cash you could move him on for example and Smithy is definitely a hold but not someone that you need to be too excited about at this point in terms of the eagles so they obviously you know they come into round 13 playing and we see Garrick now probably getting the one jersey for the rest of the year so with his drop in price he becomes a sneaky option but we'll speak about him a little bit more in detail we see George Tafour come back Cola and Tupoloto both hold, both holds there. You'll use them in round 13 and then there'll be a sell anywhere up towards uh, 17, I'd say, as uh, a way to go for them, depending you know, if they can sneak a good score or not. DCE, I think with him, he's someone that really he prides himself on backing up for, for games post-Origin. So I think DCE is, is probably only going to miss the two games. That's the biggest thing to think about over the next couple of weeks in terms of, you know I've heard a few people thinking, oh do I just trade Payne Hass now? You really got to look at that that schedule that Scoop put out in terms of you know what how many days players have you know, for them to back up for next games. Look at their history in the last bunch of years after playing Origin, have they backed up for their club the following game and and make your decisions from there. So DCE is always someone that will play, uh, and I think he's someone that you can definitely hold in your squad, being one of the premier guys. That's the other thing. There is it's very hard for those really expensive guys if you move them on coming into Origin there. For missing those couple of games Yes you got that fair bit of cash use But then it becomes very difficult to bring them back in So that's the thing I'd be thinking of there For those types of players That's all we've got to see on that point Schuster's still on the bench there uh, For the Eagles So the Panthers and the Cowboys Very excited for this game here The 6pm Friday game uh, Can't wait to watch this one And you know, we still got our three guys May, Tungo, Crichton All holds at this point We should see To'o, Luai and Cleary Make the origin team So just be looking out for that uh, Edwards has still been a bit up and down In terms of his optionality As, as a player in, in, in your squad In terms of the forwards Not too much to speak about there Obviously pretty uh, stock standard We see Hamiso come back onto the wing So you know Getting cheaper But I'd like to see him in centre Or fullback before he you know, gets a ride In anyone's squad At this point Again with Cotter We're just waiting to see If he gets picked for Origin. So I wouldn't be looking to grab him In in round 12 But potentially If he doesn't get picked up then You can grab him for 13 He has a hooker cover as well Which is really nice Jeremiah and I, Gilbert uh, and Robson, all guys that you can hold. Just be aware that Granville should probably take a couple of minutes off Robson. You know, now, I'm sure if they're going to use Granville just through the middle or, or play Robson, uh, You know, have Robson and Granville on, like they do with the Storm, where Smithy can come into dummy half a little bit, something like that. But yeah, definitely very interesting with uh, how that's going to play out. So just, I'd personally just be a little bit wary of Robson as well. He's been doing really, really good. But might lose a few minutes to Granville this week. In terms of Cohen Hess playing at 13, don't worry about him. Tomalolo should probably be back next week or the week after. And that's the big thing with, with Jason this week. And we'll describe a little bit further in a couple of videos, but um, as to if you hold him or not. If you have some other uh, bigger issues in your side, then I think it might be a smarter idea to move him on. Uh, sorry, to, to hold on to Jace. And uh, move on to other guys instead, just with Jason being potentially able to play 13, even if you do lose a bit of cash on him. Broncos and the Titans, and some very interesting ones there. We see Reynolds out again, so a little bit of hamstring tightness this week, which is keeping him out. Guys, have asked me about Cobo, and just the main issue there is obviously, if he continues to go well this week, he's going to make a heck load of money. But with round 13 missing it, you know if he continues to score really, really well, has a good chance that he makes origin too at the moment. It looks like there's a, there's a decent shot uh, at that for Selwyn. Uh, round 14 or 15 would be my uh, way to go with him If he continues to score really well But it also could just be a couple of games Of just really, really good scoring So that's that Ezra Man, if you picked him up for the one week You got really lucky uh, with the second So well done for you there Walters is still a hold if you need him But he could yeah, you could trade him this week or next week is fine Also, Carrigan, I'd be looking in round 14 or 15 Would be a good idea for him And, you know, to we spoke about a bit And you can make that decision as uh, as you fly Okay, the interesting one on, on the Titans side, so we've had a couple of good scores from Sexton, we've had a couple of great scores from Jaden Campbell, and and that's without scoring tries for him. And if the Titans can continue to do okay, then I think Campbell could be a sneaky option at a you know a mid kind of tier price level. He's um, yeah got plenty of talent. But we'll speak about him in the in the buyers video because he had a, a nice run at the back end of last year too, and, and finally a couple of ga- a couple of games in now coming back from injury, he should be um, be able to do okay there. Tens of the forwards, both for more. I think you just hold him all the way through to 14 or 15 now. You can make your decision from there. We'll move on to Warriors Knights. And the, and the biggest one here is Reese Walsh. Just hasn't been scoring well enough, I think, for you to pick him up this week. If he has a decent one this week and you're like, all right, I want to pull the trigger on him for around 13, then do that. Uh, but I think you can hold off. Guys like Torval Harris come in at a fairly high break even. You know, it's, it's a break even you know, in the mid 70s, and it's something he could definitely hit. But I think this week is the time for him to get 80 minutes. You see, Jazz Savanga go to the 10 position, so in the front row with Murdoch Masilla, who played limited minutes last game. Freddie Lusick should get some decent minutes at 9, maybe 55 to 60, and maybe Jazz could spell him a little bit. So a bit of time in the front row and a bit of time at 9 for Jazz is probably what I'm expecting personally. But again, we're not exactly, uh, we're not really going to know. Until, um, until it happens, to be honest, we don't know. We're not in the coach's head. Uh, but that's just a, an educated guess on that one. Toho should be playing 80 minutes now, whether it's a little bit on the edge, a bit through the middle. We'll work that out. But 80 minutes for him should get somewhere in the 50s, and I think he's a great option this week, even if he's going to lose a little bit of cash. If you want to get that gun into your side now, I think it's a good idea, and potentially what is, is something that I'm going to be doing myself. Move to the Knights, and yeah, we've got Calen Pongos doing okay again, but very you know, similar to Walsh in the up-and-down nature. Uh, has had a few decent games, but you know, worked really hard on the weekend to get his fifty odd. Uh, so obviously has that hundred in his game, but at the moment I think Ponga you just leave out of your side. But them not playing thirteen either, not a big one to think about. Clem if he's not getting an origin, you know, cap there, then he could be a fourteen, fifteen, sixteen type of option for you. Randall's the trade out this week. He was you know a good trade out last week, and I'd be doing it again. In terms of Barnett, he had a solid game as well, but again I'd be looking for around fourteen or fifteen for for Mitchie Barnett. All right, Rabideau's uh, V the Tigers there, and Taff is someone that you can move on this week if you wanted to, moving on to next week. If you wanted to get rid of him as well, that's a good way to go about it. Locky Elias, probably in round 13 as well, you can move him on, or you could hold as well. He's scoring okay. Uh, he's not someone that's losing your money. He's getting to mid-30s, the odd 40 in there as well. So Elias, you can hold through this whole period if you want, and use him in round 17. So that's the other thing to think about. if If you're sitting with 12 guns, that could be a good idea to just play the 12 guns in a 13 and maybe one cheapie, whether it's, you know, we'll speak about Karaz and these types of players in uh, the next few teams. But that could be the way to go. So then you still have a decent amount of players heading into round 17. A few of those mid-rangers who you could play in 17 and move them on uh, and still be able to bring in some guns through that time because we're all, you know, using a lot of trades at the moment. That could be the way to go. In terms of the forwards there... Cookie, Arrow, we lose Peoples. This is the, the tough one there. For anyone who brought him in last week, we obviously didn't get a, a, a crazy good score with him at 34. But he's in that, uh, he's in that 20 jersey. So there's obviously a chance that he can come back in and they don't use Seller. They use um, Arrow in there and, and Peoples comes onto the bench or he comes into the starting size. There's definitely a chance of that, but we do have to wait until 5.30 on Saturday. So that's the slight worry. And the annoyance of that for Peoples obviously fairly cheap, but yeah, that's the, the main issue. And I suppose... If you've brought him in now, trading him out's a silly idea. I think there's a good chance you get to play him in round 17. There could be another injury or so there. Uh, they've obviously got Murray that's on the um, in the 24 jersey as well, so he's a chance of coming back this week. I thought that would be the issue that Murray would play 13, Arrow back to the bench, and we'd either see Peoples out of the squad or he'd play that role off the bench. So they don't really have an edge forward uh, on the bench there, so maybe is Arrow playing big minutes. Uh, On the edge I'm not exactly sure What's going to happen there So there's definitely An an option or a chance For people to come back Into the side But yeah Definitely killed us uh, You know guys That brought him into their team So the head-to-head team And also the people squad Had to bring him in Alright the Tigers side Good to see Hastings named After his little issue Last week So hopefully a big score Out of him Uh, I wouldn't be buying him This week again With them not playing 13 For example Uh, But that is that Kelma Tuolangi He's a trade this week So we'll speak about that as well In a little bit more detail But move him on From your squad Brown will not be a buy, so just mention that as well. Sharks v. the Roosters. We see Kennedy come back, so unfortunately Miller's out. He might get an opportunity at some point, but right now is not that time. Talakai come, you know, it looks like he's going to play, you know, 80 90% chance, so just be aware of that. If you're going to hold on to him, that he might be a late out, but he has been named, which is a good idea. Talakai, I think, is a sell. Time to move him on. Uh, I gave him that one extra chance last week, just didn't work out, and they come up against Roosters, so it's going to be a tough enough challenge for him. Nico Hines there, obviously a great captaincy option. Again, if you don't have the, the Cleary option uh, and McInnes, a great option. More for head-to-head, I'd be selecting him. A few people asking about Josh Jackson, for example, against McInnes. And I'd potentially, you know, if you go for overall, go Jackson, McInnes in round 14 would be cool. If you can do it, uh, if you can play it like that. But he's going to score somewhere around that 50 to 55 mark going forward. And then for the Roosters side of things, we've got Manu's obviously still a great option. I think Kiri becomes a very sneaky one as well. So we'll speak about him in the buy-hold sell. Uh, Teddy, I'd be holding off on bringing in this week. But he could be someone that gets a, a bit of a rest post-Origin games. All right, we've got Crichton. Scored great. Again, wouldn't pick him up this week. But let's monitor him and Origin. If he doesn't get picked in Origin, then load up for sure. Butcher gets the uh, 12 jersey again. So this is how they lined up on the weekend anyway in late late uh, late mail with Takaho getting a 13 jersey, Butcher playing some 12, a little bit of 13 in there. Big big tackle numbers. So this position's fine. People are asking about the Connor Watson. Can he come on and play 13? I see Watson just doing what he's been doing with Hutchinson, coming on for 55 minutes and taking those minutes. They've got um, Satili Tupanua to play a little bit edge, and I understand why people are worried about that. He might come in for Butcher, but Crichton can play through the middle as well. So definitely some options there. And they've got Terrell May, who I don't know much about, and Baker's going to be a middle forward. So... Yeah, I think they're going to use a lot of those guys as middles. Butcher can move to the middle for a little bit as well. Is how I'd be seeing that. So don't stress too much. We can see Egan Butcher make his way onto the seven into the seventeen jersey as well. But it didn't uh, stuff up Nat Butcher last week, so I wouldn't worry about it in this one. Dogs via the Dragons there. So Caraz is the one we need to speak about. Going to be a great option this week. He's taken over the right edge spot, which is great. He's very cheap. You know, cheap enough, anyway, uh, for someone who's got a lot of talent and can score really well. And they come up against the Dragons, who I think is not that much of a formidable opponent. Um, should be a close enough game here. And I think Caraz can do really well. Burton, obviously, a great option as well. He's not going to be playing. He's not going to be playing Origin, so thir- round twelve, round thirteen, uh, and onwards is going to be cool. So he's a great option if you need a centre or a half there at a reasonable price. Maxi King gets the twelve jerseys. There's a chance if Fatala Mariner comes in and plays. 12, and he's someone that we've got to have our eye on as well. Once for Marrita gets good minutes, I know this is a guy we've been speaking about in the big time in the preseason. If he comes in, he gets some decent minutes there, and gets a start either this week or next, and he could be a pickup. But hopefully Maxi King can, can get some decent minutes again, and some decent points compared to his 33 last week in, in those good minutes. On the Dragon side of thing, I think Hunt's probably a trade-out next week, so keep him going for this one against the Dogs. I think that's a smart way to go about it. Sully, Lomax doing well. Uh, Ramsey, hopefully a decent score as well. If you're still holding to Amone, he's um, he's had a carry a couple of weeks as well. So, what well on? If you uh, are still sticking strong with him, you'll start to make a little bit of cash finally. Woohoo! Um, make back the, the losses that he had Yeah, um, That's it for those guys. And then, should be the last one of the week here on the Sunday with the Raiders and the Eels. And we see Xavier Savage come in. Raiders are playing round 13. It is sticky, though. Just be aware that we've got sticky here, and he can make any weird and wonderful decision. But. Xavier could have a good four to six week stretch Here is what you know we're seeing from C&K being out Just be aware that they could uh, chop and change With Rapana coming onto the, into the fullback position And stuffing uh, that up there But Xavier had a really, really big game last year That's 70-odd uh, before he got injured So he has the potential at a really super cheap price Which we'll speak about him in a second uh, in, in the next video there As a potential option for you And Schneider's definitely going to be a trade-out as well With Fogs being back So that's the big news in this one, we see Wolford in there in the 9 jersey, Elliott in 13. So not not much is, not too much has changed here on, uh, on the Raiders' side, but we'll see what happens on, uh, on game day. In terms of the Eels, thankfully, Brown's still in 6. Penasini's been going really well, so keep holding on to him uh, and taking his scores. We see Puppley, move to 13. So it's not going to stuff him around too much. Still going to get some big minutes. Uh, but interesting one, you know, playing Neocore the there when you've got Nathan Brown and Ryan Madison sitting on the bench. But, you know, Matt has been great in that position. Um, they're playing you know, four middle forwards, Madison a little bit, uh, obviously an edge uh, on the interchange, so it'll be interesting to see how many minutes Nikore gets um, and all of the, these forwards and how that works out. Does Puppley get lower minutes? I'm not exactly sure, but um, just to worry, I personally wouldn't be captaining him. I'd go for Cleary or Hines over Pups this week, but yeah, you could come on and dominate anyway. That's that video, guys. I hope you enjoyed that team list one. Obviously, a bit of a sneak peek, some a bit of alpha there, and then we can send you over to the buy, hold, sell video that we'll be doing next. Um, and go from there. If you haven't joined the Discord, jump in there. Please like, subscribe the video, and we'll catch you in the next one, guys. Love yous.